0: Welcome to our community friends. I am thrilled, 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 thrilled that you have found your way here. The shout out this week goes to this word that just keeps on showing up in my life. Trust, trust. That has been my word this year, learning how to trust myself trust the universe trust that what is meant for me will always find me because it always has it has been so just so quenching to see how this word has continued to show up this year how we began to just trust and you began to loosen your grip around the wheel and what shows up for you my friend, it's 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 amazing how you begin to show up in your day. So my friend, my fellow truth seeker, as you navigate through your day, through the week, through the month, I want you to begin to give yourself this gift of trust and loosen your own grip around the wheel of life. Life can seem overwhelming at moments, can it? Like a tidal wave it's just coming at you and taking you down and down hard. Makes me just think of those kids at the beach with the boogie boards, right? And how you see them just getting slammed against the sand. You know, sometimes life can feel like that, can't it? And when our problems seem big, we think the solutions are big. So we never start. It's It's like we become paralyzed. I know because I have been there, been there, bold, italicized, 75 font which is why I created this Five Step Micro Steps for high performers, for the go-getter, for each and every one of you to begin to take your life off autopilot and begin to show up with passion, with purpose, with fulfillment, brick by brick, my friend, because you can have a life that you're excited about, not one that you need a vacation from. And you can go ahead and download that if you go to megan-miller.com Backslash the hyphen community. I know that sounds like a mouthful, so I am going to link that in the show notes and you can download it right as soon as you click on it. And I would love for you to to just make one promise to yourself and then commit to it. And we have laid that framework out for you so you can begin to break through the biggest barrier that each and every one of us have. And it's the conversations we have with ourselves. My name is Megan Miller. I am an intentional living expert. That wasn't always the case. For over 15 years, I was addicted to hustle culture. I let it consume me, this drug of achievement. I was in a corporate career in hospitality, and I let this need of achieving bring me to my knees. Which, on the other end of that tornado, which has been long, it's been hard, like going through the Sierra desert without any water, it has laid the foundation for this movement with you all, which is to gift you, you high-performing go-getter, these simple daily micro-steps for putting attention to intention, so you begin to turn down the volume of what the outside world told you to be, to do, to achieve, and you are given the toolkit, the language, the community to begin to turn up the volume of those inner gut whispers. Together, my friend, we are on this journey we are on this journey to help you maximize how you show up in the in the world to create a life that you're passionate about. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, my friends. I am coming to you. I am back down in the basement on a Sunday morning, 7 a.m., And my honey is sleeping. So down in the basement I go, robe-bound, teeth on brush, sitting down here with the kitties in the Syracuse basement with all of Michael's belongings. (laughs) That's how that happens. So as any type a -er who has felt this need to fight, to claw, to think that if you're not exhausted, then you're not doing it right. I had a breakthrough over here, my friends, my my tribe members. Yesterday afternoon, I sat in front of the computer screen to write to you this episode, to share it with you, to have this conversation, and I couldn't. It was like I was against a brick wall. You remember those, um, oh my God, what were they, the dummy commercials, where it was all about the seatbelt? and they would crash against the wall going 60 miles per hour and the dummies would fly out like that's just how i felt yesterday and there was a time in my life where i would have thought to myself make sit here grind it out grin and bear it but instead instead i decided to practice what i preach which is so much easier said than done and i had this just this tiny gut whisper That told me to spend the day with my husband, to come back fresh tomorrow. And instead of fighting it, hashtag old Megan, I embraced it and I did it. I shut down the computer. I enjoyed the day with my husband. And let me tell you this, at 7.15 in the morning, I am so happy that I did this inner coat whisper was spot on. Isn't it always? Isn't it always? No one ever says, boy, I'm happy I didn't listen to myself. It is always right. And today I feel so much more refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. I feel I'm just ready to deliver to you the best conversation that I can. Is And that is what I want for us every week. I want this to be a lesson to you as you navigate through your day, through the week ahead, through your month, when you start to feel that fatigue and you know what it feels like when your eyes hurt, when your body aches, and you have that tiny, tiny little gut whisper telling you to take a break, take it. Remember this conversation because strength, my friend, it's not sitting in front of the computer screen fighting against yourself to air quote, do the thing while sacrificing yourself and being exhausted. Strength, strength is realizing that you need a moment, that you are human. Contrary to popular, popular belief to what you've told yourself, you are not superhuman, you are human. And when you need a moment to listen to it and gift it to yourself, Because when your phone's dying, when your phone gets less than 10%, what do you do? You don't say buckle through it to the phone and let it go to empty. You charge it. So why would you treat yourself any different than you would an electronic device? So I just started reading this new book. It's called The Future Self by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Uh, you, You might recognize the name. I think I talked about him before. He had wrote another book with Dan Sullivan called The Gap in the Game. Oof, ooh, ooh, That book, my friends, if you are a high-performing go-getter, addicted to achieving, hand-raised, actually both hands-raised, the book is like food for the soul. So please check it out for anyone who feels like they are always sprinting to be, to do, to achieve the next thing. Mm-mm-mm. That's like a church service moment, that book. So lately I have been back to this word trust, right? I've been trying to become more aware of these little serendipitous moments, you know, rising up off the screen, rising off of the to-do list to really lean into them and recognize them. And I think we all have these, right? We all have these beautiful little serendipitous moments every day. If we can gift ourselves just a few moments of silence, of curiosity to rise up off of the to-dos when curiosity is tapping you on the shoulder to lean into it. Uh, so I did this the other week. I, I I hear about this book on the Rachel Hollis podcast, and I thought, oh, how interesting. I remember him from reading this book that he did with Dan Sullivan, and I really loved it. And then later that same week, hello, universe, this book, the same book popped up in my inbox through Thrive, which is uh, Ariana Huffington's company all around wellness, They have this weekly newsletter. If if anyone is in charge of wellness in the corporate workplace, if anybody wants more wellness in the corporate workplace, I highly recommend signing up for it. There's so many great little nuggets. And I thought at that moment, after I read it again in my inbox, I thought, you know what, universe? Thank you, my friend. I see you. I hear you. And I'm going to give this a whirl. So I opened the book. And the first chapter is about... Are you making decisions with the thought in mind, what would my future self want? And I thought, hot damn, hot damn, hot damn. How many times do we make in a day a decision because it's comfortable, because it gives you the short-term high? So eating the 75th Oreo, you know, you've already finished two sleeves. So you're like, I might as well go to the third one, even though you know you feel like shit. Going for the extra glass of wine, even though you know you'll most likely be hungover. Sleeping with the person, even though you know heartbreak is in the future. Answering the email in the height of emotion, even though you know you should give it 24 hours to respond. If I may, sidebar, check, I've done all of these things. All of them. And I never felt good on the other end of it. How much grief would you be able to save yourself if you just stopped in that moment, before you did the thing, and asked yourself, "What would my future self think?" I, there are, so, I almost just choked just saying this. There are so many things I thought, man, if I just would have stopped for a moment to think. Now I'm not going to beat myself over it, but I just think if if we can gift ourselves that for the future, how much more? Powerful we could become. Here's another one for you. What you think you believe. And then you create that. And my friends, this isn't just, you know, hokey woo-woo bullshit. There is science behind it. It has been proven time and time and time again. That you behave, you act in the way you believe you are, which dictates what experiences you have in life. So if you think that you are not good at math, you're not good at finances, you'll always have problems with money. That's a story I told myself for a long time. If you think that there are no good men, no good women, no good partners out there, then you'll never find anyone. I also told myself that for a long time. If you tell yourself that, the success of X project that you're worth in the world depends on achieving and doing the job and being the job, then you'll always be dialed in and you'll never give yourself those moments for fun and happiness. Also told myself that for a long time. So who you believe you are dictates what you experience in life. And when you really take the time to peel back the layers of the onion on that when you think about the construction of that, it's the building blocks of how you think, of how you feel. And that's why I am such a believer in the power of vision boarding, setting the belief that you really can achieve the thing that is so important. And when you look around, when you see the people in your life, whether you know them or not, but you've seen them achieving and doing the things that you want, they are no different than you are, my friend. They've just had enough courage to act. If you tell yourself that you can never be happy in your job, that work is work, you will act in a way and look for things that support that. If you tell yourself that you can never get your article in Time magazine, that you'll never have the happy relationship, that you'll never feel good in your body, that you'll never have the money, you will in such a way that you will never have it. It all comes down to flipping the thought, flipping the thought and believing that you can, setting it up so your future self can look back and think, holy shit, holy shit, look at where I've come from, to where I am. And I truly believe that in our Herculean sprints during the day that we never gift ourselves the time to sit back and reflect, give ourselves the toolkit to see how far we've come, how much we've accomplished, and use that as a springboard to continue to do these things, this constant evolution of who we are, so we can begin to dig into these things that we so deeply desire, and we turn down the volume from the outside world, and we slowly, but surely, turn up the volume of our inner gut whispers. Case in point on this. Earlier this week, I found this binder. You know your girl loves herself a binder. Mm-mm-mm. A little three ring punch holes in the middle of the paper. I still have a hole puncher. <laughs> and let me tell you this. It makes me happy as a clam. It is my jam. I don't care what Google tries to throw my way. Your girl loves herself a little old school pen to paper, paper punched action. So this binder was from two years ago. And also, too, I didn't even think about this until right now. Talk about serendipity and universal moment. I'm reading this book on your future self, on how to take time to think about how far you've come, set the vision for where you want to go. And this binder from two years just pops right up. And as I read through it, I couldn't believe how much I achieved in the past two years that I never even stopped to think about. You know, all of this anxiety, all of this fear in the job, in my marriage, and not using my voice and not trusting myself, having these inner gut whispers and being scared as shit to even begin to unravel what that looked like. Because let me tell you this, I was a runner for a long time. If it was uncomfortable, if I didn't like it, if it didn't give me the validation, if it didn't make me feel like I was significant, then I ran from that shit. Into, into things that did, which were never good. Let's like feeding the drug, right? So the addiction to the email, to getting the job done, to booze, to food, to men, you name it, the list continues. So let me read something to you out of this journal because it was like just a soul-quenching moment from past me to me in this moment. So on the first page I write, I'm feeling this nagging within my soul that I am not aligned with what I was here to do. I'm looking to feel more fulfilled, more passionate, uncover my true self. I'm looking for confidence, for clarity, to execute what I intrinsically have known, but have been so fearful to execute or listen to. Then I write the three main areas of my life where I wish I was just more powerful. Career. Wishing I could find what I'm passionate about. I don't even know what the hell that means. Not feeling confident in myself. COVID has really rattled me in my self-worth. Relationship. That I could vocalize more and share with my husband what I need, my opinion on things. I, I have a difficult time understanding my own emotions. So how can I communicate them with him? I don't want to mimic the relationships I grew up seeing blocking in more time for fun, for fun, for happiness. I constantly feel like I need to be producing a content. And if I'm not, then I'm failing. I'll tell you what, I can go right back there in a minute. Like I remember two years ago writing all of that to myself, I remember how shaky I had felt like I did not have solid footing. And I was so fearful, I couldn't even be honest with myself. So how could I lean into my tribe for help? How could I ask my husband for help? How could I vocalize these things when I couldn't even vocalize them with myself? Isn't it something how these emotional little I like to call them life tattoos are so vivid, so real, regardless of how much time has passed? Man, I can go back to that car sitting alongside the major expressway in Philadelphia, 76, seven years ago, having a meltdown in the car, couldn't even drive it. and Lexapro, binge drinking, $20,000 in debt, loveless relationship after loveless relationship, addicted to the job, feeling like my life was spiraling out of control, having no self-worth, no opinion. Man, I can go back there in a second. And now I look back on all of those things, especially what I wrote two years ago, and I think, wow, wow, look at how much I've grown. Look how much in the past two years I've had the courage to peel back the layers, things that I never wanted to deal with and really ask myself what I wanted. The question I never took time to really ask until my mid-30s and to take action on it with building this movement with you all, putting it out into the world. And how, like dominoes, it gave me the courage to then begin to speak up in my marriage with my husband because I began to find the words. And how just recently in my goal review, I've been focused on adding more time for intuition, for fun, to focus on my relationships, not just achieving the things. And if that interests you, my friend, and you didn't listen to it, I want you to go back and check check out episode number 60, Measuring What's Truly Important to You. And in that episode, we talk about goals and setting key performance indicators that are never talked about in corporate America, but that you need to set for yourself that aren't about achieving the thing. It's more about setting the barometer for this life that you want. As I As I read this, Looking back at the binder two years ago, it was like a lightning bolt combined with a big, big warm hug around myself, recognizing, celebrating, appreciating the journey to get to this exact moment, sitting in this basement with you on a Sunday morning in my robe and all I've done over the past two years to get here. I ask you, my friend, as you are sprinting through your days, at a Herculean Olympic sprint, are you gifting yourself some time, some space, some curiosity to look back and recognize how far you've come in that journey? And I really think the only way you can truly do that is if you take the time now to write down what you want for your life, the curiosity to put it out into pen, on paper on where you're feeling stuck and what you want. And my friends, this sounds easy. You know, I was just at a speaking engagement this week and we did this little practice about writing down what you truly want for your life. And someone in the audience was brave enough to speak up and say, this is hard. She's like, the questions are easy, but they're hard. And yes, they are. Because we've never taken the time in our lives to ask ourselves, not the world, not our tribe, not our parents, not Google what we should be, but ourselves. And I think today is a great day to do this. Make this your micro-step commitment to yourself. Do this right away, either tomorrow morning, before the rest of your day gets a hold of you. I would love for you to wake up five minutes earlier to write down each drawer of your life, where you're feeling stuck, where you want to go. And let the words just flow onto paper. You don't even need to reread it. Sit by candlelight. Get up when that alarm rings. Don't check the emails. Go right to pen and paper and write down what you want in each of these drawers of your life. Career, relationships, health, self-worth, finances, Spirituality, and I want these to. Keep, I want you to keep these in the front of your journal, somewhere you can see them frequently, so you can make tiny, tiny little micro steps every day to inch forward to what you so deeply desire in each of these areas of your life, and give yourself permission to celebrate even the smallest of wins. My friend, your future self depends on the narrative. You tell yourself about the past and you, you are the author. Thank you for taking the time, the time for gifting it to yourself to be here, to be here with us, and most importantly, taking the time to really invest in you. I would love for you to do me, do yourself, do your tribe a solid and if you liked what you heard, if this, if this resonated with you, if it was like food for your soul, if you had a few praise be church service moments, then share this with three members of your tribe that would benefit from this content. I am a huge believer in this world where there is negativity around every corner you turn to share this message of positivity, of living your truth, of putting power back into your own life. If you feel so inclined, I would be so appreciative if you could comment, if you could rate the podcast, it does make a difference in this world of algorithms, which I still don't understand in sharing our community with the world till next time. My friend carry on with intention.